Hello again. Now, it's always going to be a bit of a challenging winter, this one. And as news arrived with the new variant, it did feel a little bit like somebody out there was toying with us. Tempting a response. But instead, we all just put our heads down and just got on with it. Vaccine rollout continues and is accelerating for all age groups. The interval between boosters shortening too. All the local nursing homes I've been visiting recently now insisting on visitor doorstep lateral flow tests before gaining entry. All wise precautions. After being almost yesterday's news, suddenly everybody wants some LFTs. My word, humans are just so fickle. Still there, a sense in the general community, a slight concern about shoulder shrugging. I wow, we've just got to get on with it. Let's not be too relaxed about it though just yet, please. Simple measures to contain viral spread should continue, obviously. We all know what these are. We all know what to do and what not to do, ideally. Face, hands, space, fresh air remains as true and as relevant now as when we all grabbed those few words with determination not that long ago. Come on, let's not flag it yet. Since September, school, nursery, etc. return, as expected, the viral loading has rocketed. Unfortunately, some parents, <laughs> unused to such things, being relatively free from this burden from 18 months, i.e. whilst COVID restrictions were in place, it's all come as a bit of a shock, really, <laughs> to find little Matilda or Marmaduke struck down with numerous plagues, some literally <laughs> waltzing from one to the next without any seeming interval. I always mention to parents that now look, upper respiratory viruses, COVID included, viruses that will enter the nose throat initially before causing a bit more havoc. Well, they need that intermingling we see in confined areas in warm rooms to, to be able to properly sort of, well, go and spread the word. It's random, so-called brownian motion. They don't stand in a queue. They don't say, oh, Matilda had such and such last month, so it's not her turn. Oh, no, rather the opposite. Damaged? Repairing noses, the linings are very much prey to such viruses, and several can inhabit and often do at the same time. However, it's not all bad news. Having developed resistance via infection to such bugs early in life will often reduce the chances of more frequent infections a little further down the line. In other words, from preschool to nursery, viral infections and mayhem may bring a reduction in the same scenario on actually entering school proper, which may, or some may argue, is actually a better outcome, but it sure doesn't feel like it at the time. The average being about eight doses of something plague-like for these young children per year, <laughs> coughing and snotting from October to March for many, whilst others, obviously, are relatively left unscathed. Winter vomiting virus is though running amok at the moment still. Mainly vomiting, not so much diarrhoea in its present format. Sudden onset, ridiculous levels of vomiting. For many, followed in some very young children by a quiet spell occasionally a day or two. When nothing happens, then, well, they vomit all over again. That's the pattern, I'm afraid. Needing to be clear of the major symptoms for 48 hours to be sure of an infection-free risk to others, this can be a bit challenging. Hmm. Bits of parapet influenza virus are about, though, but thankfully not much type A flu as yet. Thankfully, as always, common sense should apply.
The days of just getting on with it, going into work, the office, school or nursery with a streaming cough, cold, fever and all the rest of it just showing a true grit. I'm resilient. Well, I don't buckle lightly. That's now an absolutely frightening bit of quasi-reckless behaviour socially. Ha! Funny how things and times and behaviours have changed. They've had to. And no doubt further changes may arrive for next time. I utter until next week. Cheerio.